Hi, Tussie. Hi, what's up? I'm fine. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. So, what are we talking about today? Uh, so, I just thought it would be cool to discuss money. Um, particularly managing money. Um, managing your finances as a young person. The do's, the don'ts, tips, tricks, and hacks. What do you think? Well, I think that's actually excellent. But before we go into all that serious stuff, let's talk about how we've been coping with COVID. So, Barack, wait, wait, wait. Before we even jump into it, we need to, to introduce ourselves. Okay. True. Okay. So, do you want to go first? I think you should go first. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop it. I'm being shy. I'm shy. <laughs> so, I'll go first then. Okay. So, um, my name is Olaiwa Ditomisi. I... Well, I'm a student. I'm a law student. I'm I'm at home because COVID has sent all of us home. So Baraka, mm-hmm. tell us about you. Oh well, like you said, I am Barakat. I I am a community engagement and marketing specialist. Um so basically I do like community management and um marketing for product startups. I currently work with a startup called Penny. It's a money management um, startup. So what we do is we help people live their dreams through high investment opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> Please, I don't have money yet. <laughs> In case any of our listeners decide they want to like sponsor me like please don't be shy just ask for my account number Baraka is always tweeting about money <laughs> I mean what else is there to tweet about <laughs> what are you doing in this life we are not making money right well some of us have been studying all our lives like all of my 20 years I've literally been studying so I mean like whoa <laughs> so are, are you trying to say you've never like worked for money that's it. I have worked for money, and I think that that's that's underlining what. We're okay, doing. so let me let me ask you this: what What are some of the things that you've done for money? I mean, work or like legal yeah, work. Um, so, um, I think my four hundred level during the holiday, I taught in a school, in a primary school. Oh, nice, I nice. About ten thousand naira per month. It was it was really it was really big to me then. But <laughs> yeah, I guess. Naira per month, and um, I mean, during. After graduation from uni, before I resumed at the law school, I was also working with a startup accelerator. I was earning twenty five thousand naira per month. Okay. I mean, that was those are the instances where I've earned legit. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so for me, <laughs> I, I would say <laughs> professional outsell. <laughs> but I, but like I was doing it in my house. So when I entered uni, like the university um, system was just so bad. Like we used to go on strikes all the time. So throughout those strikes, I would like always be the only one at home. So, um, and then I don't go out much. Like there's really like nowhere to go. So my mom would just like give me chores. And then when she felt like she could, she'd like 
compensate me with like money and stuff. Like it got to a time when everybody would just like be leaving home and they'd be giving like lunch requests, dinner requests wow. and all that. So <laughs> as a professional professional cook. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. But yeah, apart from that, I have I've worked as a networking intern. But that was for like that was to earn a degree. There's something called TOS that we do. Um, I wasn't I wasn't earning money. I was going to people's offices to help them to help them fix um, network connection issues that they might have with their computer and all that. Yeah. And then I worked as a WordPress development intern, like a web developer intern. Um, social media marketing. Well, I can see that I've done a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, and I've also like sold a couple of things. I sold like jewelry and shit. Well, it was it was majorly only my friends that were patronizing me. So, you know, I still think today that I don't have that skill. Marketing. Selling, right? Yes, like I can't sell anything. I've, anything. Well, I've never tried it. But I just know. I don't That's the thing. You never know until you try. For me, I don't know why I didn't. I just didn't like make it a big deal. Like it was just like people around me like told to. I sold denim for a couple of a couple of times as well, but I don't even know. I can't remember why I gave it all up. But I I just I shall know that at least the experience counts for something. Mm, cool, cool. Okay, so um, Barakat, I have one question. Yeah. Okay. So um, when did you like start? When did you come to the realization that you should actually save? I mean, as a young person, you're torn between getting more clothes, getting more shoes, mm-hmm. getting more makeup, for mm-hmm. like me, getting ice cream or getting cake. So when did you like, you know, just tell yourself that ah, then oh, I have to see. Okay, so um, growing up, right when my parents give us like allowances and all that. My mom used to like post us to save a portion of it, but <laughs> that that did not like come from it didn't come from the bottom of my belly <laughs> or the bottom of my heart. Like I was always displeased that I have to save money. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, when did I actively start saving money? I would say when I got to uni, and then okay, so when I was in part one, like. My parents used to like to be like anything you need, just let us know. So I was I was bullied. I was a Pascal baby girl. Like I wasn't really even spending my money. Like so, I was always buying stupid stuff on AliExpress. And this was way back in like 2013. Like I was always buying dumb shit. But <laughs> I think after part one, they just decided to go like hardcore. Me like, see, you cannot be wasting money. Like, you have to be responsible for your life. So, I had to, like, learn how to, like, budget and all. So, I would... So, when I got my monthly allowance, I would, like, divide it into, like, weekly... Um, what's it called? I would give myself weekly spending limits so that I would not go overboard. I mean, I went overboard a couple of times. I would cry, and they would, like, bail me out. But, yeah, I think that was when I started, like, realizing that, oh, you actually cannot be spending everything you have. You have to start saving, you have to start budgeting and 
but let me now tell you. No, see, when you start working, okay. eh, and you're like cleaning for yourself, <laughs> nobody, see, nobody will teach you before you give yourself sense and you know that your salary has to last you get another one. Mm-hmm. The month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then let's go back to uni because I remember that during my uni days I barely had enough. I mm. I had to like I was literally living from hand to mouth. Mm. I mean um my family is a large one and my parents had to cater for all of us. So there was no way to extra to anybody. Mm. It was just like you know in like just exactly what you need and sometimes lesser than what you need. Mm-hmm. And a couple of people in my shoes now. And they are still in uni, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's literally be difficult to have them to save, but then you still have to save for emergencies because I know that mm-hmm. there was where I was like, I was dry, I was home and dry, and I just mm-hmm. needed money maybe for a material. Mm-hmm. And if I'd had the slush, would have yeah, should have saved the day. Happy. So how do you think undergraduates who or how do you think students who think they're not earning enough? But mm. they're, not, they're not getting enough from their parents. From their parents. And they can still think, like, yes, like, invite the saving culture. Uh, just for okay, so I, I, I think that the only way to do that is to earn more money. Because to be honest, if you're not getting, like, enough money and you need money for stuff and you don't want to beg, then I think you should look for ways to make more money. Like, this is just me being very practical and realistic. Yes, legitimately, because we don't want anybody doing any illegal shit. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, I would say look inward for ways you can um, uh, multiply like your income or grow it to a certain extent so that it's you know, like I mean, everybody has skills. Like one way or another, you have a skill set that someone else would need or if you don't have just try to volunteer somewhere at the end of the day you get like some um little little change here and there or start a business if you if you know you have the head for it and you can like do it without really affecting your academics without that affecting academics so i would say yeah i feel like you should definitely look for ways to bring your income exactly um now that you say this i recall that you know, my in my founder level, I, I, I became I became really smart. So I went to meet like a couple of professors in my faculty. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, if you like type your materials, mm-hmm. type them for, for you. you. Like, yes. Well, okay. and then and they're like, oh, how much per page? And I'm like, um, I'll just do hundred naira per page. But it turns out that the man was paying me five hundred naira per page. Wow. <laughs> Well, I, I think that this is something you can do. And a couple of professors actually require research assistance. Exactly, exactly. So just find ways to make yourself useful here and there. And I'm setting that like, uh, money will show up. I, I remember some people, um, I remember there was this funny guy in my class that used to sell um, sheets of paper when we had tests and all that, or assignments, wow. like emergency <laughs> assignments. Like, it's funny, but I mean, he was making his money because we have no choice but to buy it. Yeah, and then some people were doing like printing, some other people were um, selling snacks. Yeah, so this is I'm not advising anybody to go and be selling snacks, <laughs> like, you need to like know what your core competency is, like, what skills you have that are marketable. 
I think you should like think about that first before you now think of how how do I make money with this skill. Yeah. And I also think that it would be like you, you know, gaining on both sides if you do something that you can also like acquire skills from. Exactly. A research assistant, mm-hmm. you're gaining, you're earning your research skills while making money. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yes. Yes. That's true. About making money mm-hmm. by students, I also think you talk about illegal um schemes. What did you uh, say? The schemes are drawn. I think we should talk about illegal schemes, like make money fast schemes. Yes, yes. You know, a lot of students. Oh yeah, so I um, I particularly remember <laughs> MMM. <laughs> right, really. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. So. Should be um careful. Yes, yes. I I think so as well. I think so as well. Um so with investments, right? Um you if you are investing in a platform, I think you should know about like what what is your money doing, how is your money being multiplied? If they just tell you to just bring your money, don't do anything, you are chilling in your house, and in like one day or two you get you get two hundred percent, huh? My dear, may we not, <laughs> may we not land in I die new <laughs> because money does not work like that. Like for money to grow, it has to like be invested in something. Are you investing in a business? Are you are you using the money to trade? If you are using the money to trade, what are you trading? Um, if there are no like clear cut, sensible um patterns or yeah investment patterns, then my dear, please open your eyes or shine your eyes. I mean, some people have, some people made it, but it's not everybody's going to be that lucky. So that you don't, you don't lose the exactly. money that you are now even trying to manage. I would just say you should like stay off it completely. Exactly, and I also where where I mean, it, I think this is even very prevalent. A lot of people are torn between indulging in their cravings and saving, or indulging in their in their cravings and investment in you know themselves mm. i can remember that a couple of times i've had to like choose between getting ice cream and maybe paying for something maybe a material or something yeah. and to be honest sometimes i'm like hey i only live once and i get the ice cream well yeah <laughs> I, I mean it's easier it's, 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 it's to buy ice cream and ignore that need that you have like it's, it's just easier like you live in the moment yeah, i mean true. you only live once right <laughs> Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, as you grow older, the stakes become higher. Yes. I mean, do you, do you yes. sometimes say so? At what point do we strike that balance? I mean, especially as young adults, mm-hmm. you know, when do you like, try to invest in ourselves, take this course here, take that course here, take this course here. Mm-hmm. At what point do we do we like decide whether to get this phone, especially when your phone is still working? Yeah. You know how people exact or you know. Getting the degree. At what point do we strike that balance, and what factors are we supposed to consider striking the balance? Uh, okay. So I I would not really say that you should like deny yourself. Like you should like go harder yourself to say, oh, I want this, so I'm going to I'm going to save all my money, or because I want to write this exam, I'm not going to treat myself. I'm not going to take myself out. I, I don't think that's a very productive way to look at things. I think that 
um, with things like investing in yourself, you should like have a short-term approach and a long-term approach, right? So if, say, for example, now you're planning to write like exams like IELTS, you're trying to take the GRE so that you can like um, get, a, get opportunities to like study abroad, like go for your master's, your MBA. I don't think that except you earn like that high like that you can like just pay for it all at once i think that if you know that your income is not really enough to pay for it at once and then still be able to like afford some things to treat yourself then you should spread it like try to like save for um for a while like say for a couple of months so that you're not in at the end of the day you're not like over denying yourself so that's that's what i think like generally so okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Because I don't know, at the end of the day, and then someone else said something. Someone said, um, so um instead of like not paying for your Netflix subscription, you should like try to find ways to earn more money so that you can you know, earn more so that paying for your Netflix subscription does not like become like something that you have to overthink about so i think that some like some form of treat is is really like necessary because man does not live by bread alone like at the end of the day you don't only survive on that course you're trying to take or that master's like we all need like to balance all these things out so i would just say like saving for like yeah yeah as much as you can just try to like spread it out so that you don't like over um what is called over deny yourself of like essential needs you know what i talk about this i just like randomly remembered that whenever i i, I think that i'm ready enough and I just, i'm like oh you've really done well mm-hmm. i go to get myself ice cream mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I think yes. I think that that's that's like some form of like motivating yourself to like even study harder and all that. Wait, you really love ice cream. You, I think you've mentioned ice cream like twenty times already <laughs> on this episode. <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay. Um. So. Okay. Well, I, I would also like us to talk about the need to um, be conscious, actually. You know how, say, when you get yourself, you should remove 10 to 10. Mm-hmm. Follow it. Like, yeah. Like, remove that 10 to 10. I think mm-hmm. we have to say mm-hmm. about saving. How to say, oh, when I get mad, mm-hmm. not only stop from saving this 5%. Come rain, come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel, I feel like that's even easier these days. Hello? Hello. Okay. What did you say last? I was clients um set aside a certain amount, a certain percentage of their monthly income and how we can actually inculcate that mentality as young people say into savings as well. Yeah. I do agree. I do agree. I do agree. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then with um yeah, a lot